This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the broadcast. How are you? Jeff Fisher here. You look, well, you going to wear that all day? Okay. I was just wondering. I guess it looks fine. Welcome to it. Welcome to the broadcast. How are you? Yes. Week two of the Jeff Fisher Show, and we're on our way. So many, so many things to talk to you about and share with you today from war and Ebola and our border issues. It's almost football season. Michael Sam played last night. We got that out of the way. Thank you. Maybe we can move on and worry about playing football now, but I doubt that. You know, when I read that last night, finally Michael was playing and they were they were talking about it. I wonder who's going to be the first network to carry a Rams game and not mention Michael Sam, the first gay player in the NFL. Can they do that without causing a firestorm? I don't know. Just wondering. Just wondering. If you want to get on board today, you can use the phone number one eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three. We'll line you up, and uh, you know we'll try that sixty second soapbox a little bit later in the broadcast. Um, and uh, you know, if you got a few things to get off your off your chest, you can do that in the sixty second soapbox. Eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three. You can tweet me at Jeffy MRA or Facebook, of course, is Jeffrey Fisher. Maybe I got to create a show page for that. What do you think? I'm talking myself now. Okay. Day 131. Day 131. Andrew Tamarisi in jail in Mexico. Now, apparently they are, you know, she's probably just bleeding money, uh, going broke, using all their savings to help her son get out of jail, which is embarrassing that this administration has not just sent someone down to pick him up and bring him home. Embarrassing. Sickening. So the fact that Jill Tamarisi, his mother, has to start a texting campaign to raise money for her son is sad. But she has. And you can help her out with anything. Text 313131. 313. Three one three one, free Andrew. For the Liberty Fund donations, and you can you know help her out, pay some bills, and uh, get Andrew out of jail. It's a shame. I mean, come on, really? Day one thirty one, he's in jail in Mexico for making a wrong turn. Agonizing, and I'll let you have that again, and I'll I'll tweet that out to Jeffy MRA in a little while as well. Uh, yesterday. We do have some. We do have a couple stories I wanted with uh, some updates that uh, came out uh, this week. Uh, one was from yesterday. 
in Michigan. Uh, good news. Your uh, two twenty five thousand pounds of human waste um, dumped on the road has been cleaned up. I don't know if it's been cleaned up good enough because I just looked at this picture updated and I do not. You should wash your car after you drive over this road. Perhaps maybe you should detour and go around the road. Can we not? I mean, can we send out, I don't know, maybe one of the city water trucks and hose it down? Can we maybe, I don't know, ask someone to come along and hose it down with some bleach, something that doesn't doesn't look very good. Uh, the northbound lanes of the, this road around Lansing, Michigan, apparently the truck carrying waste and human waste, uh, blew out a tire and tipped over, and it did not look pretty yesterday. 25,000 pounds of human waste. <sighs> that has got to smell good. But it's cleaned up. Uh, it's good Good to know. Good to know. I do not want to drive over that road, though. In Lansing Township, uh, police said uh, there were a few drivers that uh, suffered minor injuries. I know the story talked about a lady who swerved and sliding in it, and she thought she was okay. And then another car slid and swerved, and then a motorcycle. Oof, the motorcycle guy's got to smell great on that. 25,000 pounds. It was carrying 50,000 pounds of waste. It was just the back half, you know, of human waste. So, whew, the mix between just the manure and the human waste has got to be great. Got to be great. And uh, so it's cleaned up. Good luck. God bless. Hope you're all happy in Michigan uh, around Lansing. It's in uh, that uh, you probably smell that over the whole state. Whatever kind of, if you look at the satellite views of Michigan right now, you probably got a haze over that, over Lansing because of that. Whew, man. And. My favorite story of the week. Marion Barry. Tremendous Marion Barry. When asked by Emily Miller, and Emily Miller is great, uh, asking him about his unpaid parking tickets. And, of course, Marion Barry, being the gentleman that he is, had this to say. April. April. That's what I thought. In this town, we decide what's important, what's not important, at the station and the community. Uh-huh. And with all the stuff going on, with the Senate Council up here, just going on over here, going on over here, you know, and you talking about parking tickets? That's ridiculous. You know, I'm pay, I got to pay my tickets, otherwise I don't get my tag renewed. Simple but you have, you have $600 in outstanding parking tickets. I'm, I may have more than that, I don't know. I'm going to whatever I owe, I pay. Well, these are from 2012 and 2013. I'll show them to you. I don't want to see them. Oh, I want right. you to go find something else to do. Get some news. Well, sir, I have to pay my parking have, tickets in my 30 days. Well, You've gone two, three years without so, paying your so $600. No, I'll pay all my things. You don't, eventually. sir. Eventually. Yeah, that's right. But they're supposed to, you know, iPad. we all have to pay them and they double. With you. Unless you go find another story. And, and represent this community, represent Park 5. Do you think that people don't pay their parking tickets yeah. in this community? Of yeah, course, everybody should pay their parking tickets. And I'm going to pay mine. All right. Simple as that. All right, we'll check back but with you. Make sure this thing, gets paid. There more things to do. Learn. You've just been here since April. You don't know a damn thing about Washington, D.C. Over the audio, I apologize. Marion Barry, tremendous. 
Okay, and just so uh, I'm going to do a little inside radio for you. I can't. I didn't hear that audio clip, Jose. So whatever you need to do, push that button down so I can hear that audio clip. Okay, but I know what he said for you. Okay, and my favorite part of that is how how long? Seriously, how long you work here? Huh? That's you don't know a damn thing about being in Washington D.C. Tremendous. Seventy-eight years old, Marion Barry. You know, and you remember Barry. I mean, he can't be forgotten with his smoking crack and being with hookers in Washington, D.C. I mean, he spent six, I mean, he spent a whole six months in prison. A whole six months in prison. Now, city officials say that uh, the D.C. council member, uh, he did not receive any special treatment. Right. Uh, you know, don't ever mind that he racked up more than $2,800 in outstanding traffic tickets over two years without having his car booted. I mean, I, I'll tell you a, a car boot story someday that's agonizing because I hate those car boots, man. I hate them. But he, uh, he paid him. He had 21 tickets totaling $2,824. So he knew that he had a bunch of tickets because that's what he told, uh, that's what he told Emily, uh, I don't know. I might have more. <laughs> Unbelievable. Emily was great during the whole thing. Um, you know, I started following her on Twitter, uh, I don't know, about six months ago. I have no idea why. She must. Have, she tweeted something that was great, and I thought, you know, I'm an idiot, so whenever I see somebody that tweets something great, I start following them. And uh, I've been following her. She's great. She was wonderful in this. Now, the 78, uh, I keep saying he's 78 because I can't believe that he's that old. <sighs> okay. And he sounded like he was, he was starting to you know, get to it, too, a little bit. Uh, apparently, his Jaguar, uh, 2002 Jaguar, well, getting a little old, Mary. Maybe losing a little cash these days. He was involved in a wrong-way crash Saturday night. Huh. Couldn't have been impaired. It must have, just been, it must have been the other person's fault. Uh, so he had his car impounded. Oh, wait. They impounded the guy, so it could had to have been his fault, right? Uh, so he paid his tickets. He paid them. Uh, he paid one thousand seven hundred and seventy nine dollars. The remaining one thousand dollars, it's actually one thousand forty five dollars, reduced through adjudication. Isn't that special? Isn't that special? The violations included fourteen hundred sixty dollars in eight separate fines. For failure to display current tags, five automated enforcement speeding tickets totaling say, automated enforcement tickets. Oh, I do not like those. Marion, I'm with you on there, buddy. For uh, driving to 11 to 15 miles per hour over the speed limit and a $150 fine from a red light camera. Washington, D.C., cranking out the cameras. We just If you're speeding, we're just going to send you a ticket. We, we saw you're speeding down that road, you get a ticket. I don't like that, Marion. You shouldn't have paid those. Good. You got your thousand off on that. Good for you. So it's all taken care of. And of course, they're saying that uh, the former mayor and council member now in Washington, D.C., seriously, uh, did not get any special treatment. I mean, there's no way that you or I could have done that. But he didn't get any special treatment. Um, you You and I would have been, I don't know, the boot on our car. I used to live in a place that didn't have any place to park. So we used to have to park. There were several places close by where you could park, but there were very few parking spaces that were free. 
So you had to get there and get them. And when you got them, you, you stayed there. Um, so there were times, many times, where you'd park where it wasn't free to park. But if you parked there, you know, if I, you get there after work at 10 o'clock at night and you get out of there in the morning before the, the meter maid comes by, you, it's free. However, you know, there are a number of times, a whole bunch of times, when you don't get out of there before the meter maid gets there. And so you get tickets. And I racked up, you know, I was a Marion Barry offender. Yeah. Parking tickets. And, man, they put, I did not get, uh, well, two or $3,000 worth. Because after you reach a certain point, and I really don't remember what it was a thousand years ago, but they put the boot on. And you want to talk about a soul-crushing experience. Walk around the corner, ready to go and do whatever you're going to do. Get in your car and go do your thing. And there's that damn boot on your tire. Oh! Because you're not going anywhere. Sorry, you're, just not, you're not going anywhere. It's a really big yellow boot thing stuck on your car. Oh, so sad. So mad. So I figure I have to go down. I don't know what it was. It was like, it was only, it was like a little over a hundred bucks. It was really was over a hundred dollars. That must've been the threshold because I remember thinking, crap, at that time I was broke and I was crap. I'm going to have to pay over a hundred dollars in stupid parking tickets. So I went down there and I talked to the magistrate and he said that, uh, all I had to do was pay, I think 20% or something. And then the, we would, we could work out payment on the rest. Okay, we're doing that. And uh, then, you know, somehow you you may or may not have paid the entire rest of the bill. And so when they see your car parked in the wrong place again, you get the get another boot, which sucks. Oh, those boots, those damn boots. I had such a fight with the city over parking tickets because there was no place for us to park. What am I supposed to do? Pay to park everywhere I park? You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. This is The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate in the broadcast. Don't forget the Saturday lineup right after this broadcast. You have Pure Opelka. Kane and Cup. I wonder if uh, I've got a story uh, involving uh, SC Cup. Uh, I'll get to here in a little while. I hope, wonder if she's going to address it today on the radio broadcast. I'd like to hear what her thoughts on that. Chris Salcedo right after that. Mike Slater and Joe Pags. That's your Saturday lineup on the Blaze Radio Network. What constitutes a recall? That's what I want to know. Because I get recall notices you know, every time, every time the FDA and the USDA all recall stuff. I want I say, what what are they recalling? I mean, why are they recalling it? What's wrong with it? So the, they have recall classifications. The USDA, they have class one, class two, and class three. Now, of course, class three is a situation where the use of the product will not cause adverse health consequences, but it's just kind of, you know, not good. We're going to recall it. 
Class 2 is this is a health hazard situation where there is a remote probability of adverse health consequences from the use of the product. Okay. Class 1. Alert, alert, Class 1, USDA recall, classification. This is a health hazard situation. There is a reasonable probability that the use of the product will cause serious adverse health consequences or death. So yesterday, I get updated with three new USDA recall. And I'm trying to figure out why they're all Class 1. It really is throwing me off. The first one, Class 1 recall, health risk high. This is from a Boston, Massachusetts establishment. It's recalling almost 2,500 pounds of raw, boneless turkey breast due to misbranding and an undeclared allergen. Okay? Want to know what the undeclared allergen is? Milk. Seriously? Milk? A class one recall? The next one. Zemco Industries out of Buffalo, New York, recalling approximately 106,000 pounds of smoked sausage. <laughs> That's some sausage now. One hundred and well, I'll just leave it at that. They're being recalled for an undeclared allergen. What is that undeclared allergen? Soy. Oh, no. That's got to be a class one, right? So- soy? And the third, which I believe the third, sounds to me like it should be a class one. Great American Marketing, a Houston Texas establishment, is recalling 475 pounds of this ready-to-eat products due to a possible contamination with uh, Listeria monocytogenes. Now they, the Listerosis, can cause fever, muscle aches, headaches, stiff neck, confusion, loss of balance, convulsions, some signs preceded by diarrhea or other gastronomical symptoms, an invasive infection spreads beyond gastronomical tract. Okay, I got it. Class one. I got it. Now, the FDA and the FSIS, they're concerned that some products uh, may be frozen in consumers' freezers, so they advise all consumers to reheat ready-to-eat product until steaming hot. I thought you just recalled it. Can't they just bring it back? Now, now if it's in your freezer, you can't bring it back. Sorry, you can't bring it back. If it's in your freezer, no. You have to just heat it in your microwave until it's smoking hot and then eat it, and good luck, God bless. But uh, if it's not in your freezer, you can bring it back. We'll exchange it. Okay? Thank you very much. I just It's weird to me that milk and soy would be a class one USDA recall. But I guess in today's world, it will be. I've got a story coming up that was unbelievable to me from Florida. Uh, a mother found herself in a very strange predicament, and I think we've all been in that predicament, except we haven't all been arrested. Mm-mm, we haven't. We'll get to that on the other side. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. 
The Jeff Fisher Show. Day 131. Day 131 that Andrew Tamarisi has been in prison in Mexico. You can help his mom with a little money to pay the bills. Text 313131. Free Andrew for Andrew's Liberty Fund donations. It is sickening that he has been in jail in Mexico for making a wrong turn. Agonizing. And now, to Florida we go. And the nanny state du jour in Port St. Lucie. Florida mom. Yes, she is amazed that she found herself under arrest for letting her son listen to this, what she did. Because I I know you're going to say, well, what's the problem with it? She let him walk to the park alone. (laughs) What? She faces charges of child neglect after she allowed her son to go to the park in the neighborhood alone. Now, she says, she says that he's old enough. But Port St. Lucie police disagree, and now she's going to fight back. I'm totally dumbfounded by this whole situation. (laughs) I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Nicole Ganey is the mother. It began uh, last week. She gave her son, Dominic, said, yeah, go to the park. Go ahead. Sportsman's Park. It's about a 10 or 15-minute walk, um, about a half mile. And uh, she gives him a cell phone. And uh, he passes the public school. Someone at the school in the pool asked, uh, what, are you, uh, what are you doing? Where's your mom? And he kind of freaked out and said, uh, I'm not going to talk to you right now. I'm going to go run to the park. So the people at the school call the police. Now, the police show up to the park. And uh, where's your mom live? They took him home. Then they took him home and the mom was arrested and charged with child neglect. Unbelievable. She then had to bond out of jail for $4,000. At that time, she had this to say. And say. My parents would have been in jail every day. (laughs) Yes, I know. No kidding. That's what her bondsman told her. Yeah, my parents too. My parents too, Nicole. Now, the police wrote that Dominic was unsupervised at the park and that numerous sex offenders reside in the vicinity And she just kept saying that the police kept going over their pedophiles in the neighborhood and you had to be careful with the kid. Okay, um, how about you drive around the park a couple times, officer? Do your job. How about that? So that kids can go to the park. I honestly didn't think I was doing anything wrong. I was letting them go play. Thank you. Thank you. Now... How many times have you done that? You let your kid go to the park? I got to tell you, uh, I we talk about it quite a bit. Uh, 
off the air uh, here at, during the Glenn Beck program and during Pat and Stu. You know, when I remember when I was a kid a thousand years ago, um, we would be gone. It was summertime, and you were. It was pretty much almost as if you were kicked out of the house. Get out, okay? You could maybe come back for lunch, unless you were going to a friend's house to have a sandwich. And for sure, you come back for dinner, check in, clean up, and you're gone again until dark. And that's the way it was. And for a lot of the time, you were. And then at one point, when I was my son, my youngest son's age. We were up in the morning, ride our bike down to the park to play a baseball game, come back, play, goof off at the house, have some lunch, goof off, go uh, to the park, goof off, and then we played softball at night. I might say that just a little tidbit of history. We played for a place called Mooney's Ice Cream, which you know the original place doesn't exist anymore, but if we every game we won, we got a free ice cream cone. I was not a skinny kid. I just want to say we took championships. We were winning. You win a game, you go to the ice cream parlor and get a free ice cream cone. We were winning games. Tremendous. But in today's world, in today's world, oh my gosh, the end of times. End of times. My folks would be in jail too. Now they say that uh, she was told by the Florida Department of Children and Families that uh, they, they expect the case to be dropped. But, okay, that's great. Thank you. We appreciate it. We appreciate you telling me that. Uh, you know, after I've been arrested, after you've taken the kid away, after you've scared my son, after you've scared me, uh, my kid can't go to the park anymore by himself and play with his friends or by himself at the park. Um, I'm more concerned about getting arrested for letting my son go to the park and play by himself than I am my son getting having something bad happen to him at the park. It's really unbelievable. And the officer, oh, there's a lot of pedophiles in the area. Okay, I got it. And I know in today's world, I got it. You know, I wouldn't. I don't know that I would send my kid to the park by himself. I just, I mean, at this, my my youngest son is twelve now. Yes, he could go. He could go. My daughter is the same age as Dominic, seven. No way. Not by herself. Not a chance. Not a chance. Now, when I was seven, we were all at the park. Boys and girls, we were there. It was okay. Today, not a chance. You are going nowhere by yourself. So I I get it, but I don't think we need the nanny state. And I don't think it would have been a whole different story had she not been arrested. Why can't, what, what is the deal? Why can't the police, okay, so the police were worried. Bring the kid home. Here you go, mom. Your kid was at the park by himself. You know, it's probably not a good idea to send him to that park. We've had a lot of problems. We've got a lot of bad people around the neighborhood. We try to keep an eye on them all, but we can't. So I just want to bring him home and let you know that it's probably not a good idea to send your kid to the park by himself. Have a nice day, ma'am. Take care. We'll see you later. We'll be around the neighborhood protecting you and your son whenever you need us. Thank you. No, can't do that. That's insane. Can't do that. What we want to do is we want to arrest everyone we talk to. That's what it sounds like. I know it's not true, but it sure feels that way sometimes. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
This is the Jeff Fisher Show. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. 1-888-900-3393. Pure Opelka immediately following this broadcast. You can tweet me at Jeffy MRA or, you know, Facebook me, Jeffrey Fisher. And uh, I'll get to those and respond to those as quickly as possible. Yesterday I'm looking through some of my tweets at Jeffy MRA and I see... A little class from Mr. Media Training. Guy by the name of Brad Phillips. And he has a thing here, words I hate and should never use. And I was actually looking at this going, you know, that makes sense. Words are so... We have word police now. They're so strange in so many ways. Everybody's worried about how they use words and what they sound like and who we're talking to and what they mean. But these really... You know, I was like, hey, you know, these words we probably need to think about. And uh, according to uh, Mr. Media Training, happy Memorial Day. I think that's pretty good. You sh- probably shouldn't do that. You remember in the U.S., I mean, it's a day we set aside to honor the men and women who died while serving in the military. So it's kind of a somber day. Probably shouldn't, you know, happy Memorial Day. Whack, whack. Probably shouldn't do that. I agree. And I've, I'm pretty sure I've probably been guilty of that. I will do my best. Utilize. Uh, according to Mister Media Training, it's a pompous sounding word. Eh, why not use? Why not use? Use. What's wrong with use instead of utilize? I think that's kind of picky. Not bad. I mean, we could. I mean, I like utilize. Nazi. Nancy. Yeah, we shouldn't use that. And that really has become a word of uh, of uh, it lessened. Like, there's plenty of other words, the N-word, the G-word. Yeah, I'm not going to say them. You thought I was, didn't you? Huh. I want too bad. I want too bad, but I won't. But we can still say Nazi, just he doesn't want us to use it to uh, anything other than talking about the actual fascist ideology. And his... Uh, thing is that it started after uh, the Seinfeld, after TV, which I was look back and I was thinking, you know, maybe that's true, when he uh, had the, the soup Nazi, right? And so then everything uh, became, uh, uh, yeah, I did this and I was, uh, whew, man, I went Nazi on that. Uh, you were like a Nazi on that, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, it really does lessen it a little bit. And so uh, try not to do that. I kind of, I, I, I will uh, I agree with that. And I've Sure, I've been guilty of that. Uh, the phrase, you know, oh, I meant to get this clip too. Carol- <laughs> I, had to play, I wanted to play this stupid clip from Carolyn Kennedy. The phrase, you know, I just, oh my gosh. Uh, now, according to Mr. Media, it's worse than saying, um, I don't know about that, although it's pretty bad. I, unless you're using, um, as part of, Whatever joke or statement you're making, I hate it. I just hate it. I catch my uh, my kids, or I just try, they they will. I if I see my hear my kids um, I will um them inside their head. Oh, that's just a joke. Really, I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't do that. But I go crazy. I hate um. You know. But there's a clip here in this story with Carolyn Kennedy who once said the phrase. You know, 138 times in an interview 
and they've got them all here. I we must hear this clip. I must hear this clip. You'll hear that next week. You'll hear that next week. Another phrase at the end of the day. At the end of the day. Yeah, okay. It's unnecessary, but you know, people use it. It's at the end of the day. At the end of the day, what's the big deal? And uh, at, finally, and most importantly, finally, and most importantly. Well, okay. According to Mr. Media, every time he hears the phrase, I wonder why the speaker chose to bury the lead. Well, I don't know. Is it burying the lead or is it just setting it up? Just building you up. Everything else is okay. You need to follow. But finally, and most importantly, another phrase that uh, I kind of get that he doesn't like to use, which, you know, you shouldn't use all the time, uh, think outside of the box. I got it. Okay, I got it. Refers to creative thinking, novel idea, but really it's, you know, now today it's like everybody's still, you know, got to think outside of the box. Okay, well, we have been because there is no box. Okay, it's just what we're thinking. Just how about think differently? Look at it from the other side. Or just think outside of the box. She gave 110%. Yes, oh, that drives me. Oh, you hear that all the time in sports. And I've probably been guilty of that in a sports broadcast, 110%. Uh, although I try not to be too guilty of that, but I'm sure I have been. But that does, that is crazy. I mean... <laughs> Okay, I got it. I got it. You uh, you gave a hundred percent, didn't you? You gave everything you had. But you didn't. If you gave hundred more than you had, how is it possible? Very unique. Uh, unique means one of a kind. So you're very one of a kind. Yeah. No, doesn't have. Going forward. Going forward. That kind of drives me crazy too. Just tell them what you plan to do. Okay. I agree with you there, Mister Media. Hate. I hate that. You can loathe. You can despise. You can abhor. No. No, you know what? I hate. I disagree. I like the word hate. Hate is a good word. Hate is a good word. According to Mr. Media, it's a bit vague. Boy, do I disagree with that. It's not vague. If I hate that, it's not vague. It is not vague at all. I want to hear this Carolyn Kennedy clip so bad I can taste it. You know, 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 you know. There, I just pretended I was her. You heard the clip. You did. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Joe in Vermont, you are on the broadcast. Hello, how are you? A question for you about the uh, Islamic State terror group and, and the uh, message from for America yesterday. You know, I, I look at this and I start reading the tweets and the the hashtags that are coming across. And by all means, I, I I don't think America needs any kind of other war. But man, this looks really bad. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And you know, whether you call them uh, ISIS or ISIL, uh, I know the this administration doesn't call them anything but ISIL. Then all the TV networks call them ISIS. And I read somewhere where they just want to be called IS. You know, I mean, Islamic State. Um, they, it's getting really, really ugly. Hello? And don't forget that, uh, you know, years ago when Saddam Hussein said there will be rivers of blood for years to come, and everyone laughed at him thinking there's not rivers of blood, we kicked your butt. He was talking about down the road. There will be rivers of blood years to come. It's getting ugly. And I'm not sure that we have a good enough answer or not. More in moments. 
This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All righty, 888-900-3393 is the phone number. 1-888-900-3393 is the phone number. Day 131 for Andrew Tamarisi being in prison in Mexico. It's embarrassing. It's shame. It's sickening. And now Jill Tamarisi, his mother, is spending all their money to get him attorneys and try to get him out of prison in Mexico. One of our military guys makes a wrong turn, goes to jail in Mexico. It's, I can't even, we talked earlier in last hour about words. I'd like to say some words that I can't here on the Blaze Radio Network. So we'll just say, if you'd like to help Jill and Andrew, Contact your senator and say, do something, and then text 313131, free Andrew, and help Jill out with a little bit of money. I don't care how much. I don't know what she needs. I just know that she asked for help. So text 313131, free Andrew, Andrew Tamarisi. Today is day 131. That man is in prison for making a wrong turn going into Mexico. We've been taking how many? I know they're not all from Mexico. They're just traveling through Mexico. Yeah, I know. I know, down at our border. But we can't... Uh, we're cons- I, I can't I can't even really talk about it. Day 131. You can tweet me, at Jeffy MRA. Facebook me, Jeffrey Fisher. <sighs> Saturday here on the Blaze Radio Network, so you've got a complete lineup. Piero Pelka, Kane and Cup, Chris Salcedo. Mike Slater, Joe Pags, then we have a Sunday lineup with David Barton, Handle on the Law, Hollywood 360, Gun Talk. I mean, there's no, hello. And then Monday through Friday, hello, Doc and Skip, Glenn Beck, Buck Sexton, Jay Severin, Pat and Stu. Why do you, why do you even go anyplace else to listen to audio broadcast? You, you can't. There, there's no reason for you to do so. Right here, Blaze Radio Network. <clears throat> I'm going to give you a little Glenn Beckying. Uh, I have a have a vision of what's going to happen in the future. I touched on it a little bit last week, as a matter of fact. But this week, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. And when it does, you can say, oh, my gosh. Jeffy was right. I can't believe that he was right. And that's what you... It's okay to say that. I can't believe he was right. It's okay. It's all right to say that. So... We hear about the town in Michigan, Armada, who locked down the city. It was just they were concerned, right? I mean, um, they had a murder. 
Uh, the girl, the teen girl, was found in a drainage ditch. Uh, they didn't have any clues. They didn't know what happened, so they thought they would stop every car and every traveler in the town. And you couldn't come or go without being checked. Now, they reported that uh, the police were, you know, after they talked to you, they'd put an X on your hand to know that they talked to you. Really? Huh. That's funny. They would just mark you like that was some kind of brand to remind them of, well, yeah, we talked to them already. Now, does, I know they needed clues. I know they felt bad about the girl, but is it really necessary to go, you know, do these, well, I mean, these measures are agonizing. But their claim was and is, look, it's for your safety when it's important. Right? So I saw that story. Then I hear Jesse Jackson say that, you know what needs to happen is that we're not getting enough money. The government needs to give us more money. Okay, so I hear him say that it was some kind of short interview that he was on. But then he said it again. And he said this this week. If we can find $4 billion for those children, and we should, we can find $2 billion for Chicago. The more children involved and more have been killed and more have been shot. Right. Now, it makes sense, Right. I mean, kind of, you know, Jesse, I know, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, I get it. I get it. He's, I get it. The Rainbow Push Coalition, I got it. He goes in and strong arms you for money. I got it. Okay? But hear me out. Okay, so Jesse's saying we need more money. All right? So now they we get news that, okay, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to send uh, state police into the city. Okay? And the troopers are going to be used as surge teams with uh, you know two state troopers and five Chicago police officers to track down uh, those wanted by law enforcement for violent crime histories in four neighborhoods. Okay. Now, the governor said last week, hey, all he's going to do is ask. All Rahm has to do, you, you remember Rahm, friend of President Barack Hussein Obama? Yeah, him, Rahm Emanuel, the mayor of Chicago. And so he did. He did. He asked. Now. Now. Okay. Representative, state representative, Mary Flowers, Democrat, had this to say about this situation. We do not need the state police. We do not need the National Guards. They will not bring jobs. They will not bring money. They will not create education. They will not create opportunity. That's what we need in our community. Thank you. Now, Representative Mary Flowers has been in office for quite some time. <laughs> I, I forget. I looked it up yesterday. She, I, I don't really remember the exact amount of time, but she's like, oh, she's a career politician. Been there since... I want to. I want to say since uh, we'll just say in the '90s, but I think it's actually the '80s. So she, whatever she's been doing, hasn't been working. Representative Flowers, so state representative Flowers. So maybe you need to rethink your position a little bit. But she just wants money. 
We need jobs. We need to create money. She says, we don't need the police. We don't need the police. However, now that we have the extra state troopers in and we didn't send any more money and Rom needs help, he desperately needs help. I mean, uh, Rom, they all fall short of blaming the president. Rom will never blame the president for anything. He'll blame Washington. He'll blame everything, but he will not blame the president. And, of course, Rom agrees with Representative Flowers. I mean, hey, hello, we don't, uh, you know, I don't need a bunch of money from Jesse, but, you know, it has been, we do need to invest in our kids. We don't need the government to give us a bunch of money. He's not going to. He's not going to throw anything under the president. However, now they say here's the report. Chicago Police Department announced crime was down 14 percent, and the number of murders in the first seven months of the year was at its lowest level since 1963. Really? Hmm. Shooting incidents were up six percent. Oh, so we're still shooting. Just the number of murders are down. Okay, so crime was down 14%. The number of murders in the first seven months was the lowest level since 1963. Okay. So now we've got the extra state police, and we're going to have more violence. You know it's coming. <laughs> you know it's coming. So, I don't care what you say. It's going to come. So they'll be, they'll, Jesse will keep crying for more money. Now, here's my prediction. A city like Chicago, and probably will be Chicago since that is the premier city right now, will be locked down. You can come and go with your papers. And you have a reason to be inside the limits. You can be inside the limits. And it'll be all for your safety. All for your safety. Because it's dangerous in there. Now we can spend. We can't. We're trying to find jobs and create businesses to come to Chicago. And look, we strong-armed Walgreens to stay. We were not going to let them go to the United Kingdom. No way. No inversion for Walgreens. Walgreens said it would be in their best interest to stay here in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, I bet it would. So they lock it down for your safety, one city at a time. Could it could it happen? Yeah, you know, I, I just kind of, I just, I kind of see it happening. I don't, you know, I know it sounds freaking. Shut up! You're, it's not going to happen. It's the U.S. And you know, now you're sounding like some conspiracy freak. I know, I got it. I know, I understand. I just, this is why you know, I want, I want to just go on record. This is my vision. My vision. Will it be true? I hope not. I pray not. I'm just saying what I see. And between these stories all coming together, sounds like it could happen. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. How are you? 888-900-3393 is the phone number. 
1-888-900-3393. And you can, of course, tweet me at any time, at JeffyMRA. This is the Blaze Radio Network. Coming up immediately following this particular broadcast is Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. And then Kane and Cup right after Mike. And uh, maybe I see we'll uh, you know, address the story uh, from TMZ that talks about... Uh, Rosie O'Donnell and her getting into a heated showdown over the big abortion. <laughs> it was a view test show taping with Whoopi Goldberg. And uh who and I mean they had the big fight and Essie, I guess, is trying to, you know, perhaps be on the view as one of their mainstays. Uh, good for her. Uh, she can stand her own and she will be great. Uh no question. The part of the story also was that Whoopi was taking shots at Barbara Walters. And uh, after the big fight, uh, she said that uh, Rosie chastised Cup, saying she didn't want another Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Yeah, Rosie, you know, you are such a good chance. Um, I know you said something to me, Jose. What? I, okay. Uh. A little inside radio. I'm sorry. I heard something in my ear. I I know. I'm sorry. Okay, I got it. I'm sorry. Because we're talking about the SE Cup chance on The View with Whoopi, bad and Barbara Walters. Yes, Whoopi said I had to. <laughs> Whoopi said in front of the producers and all the people standing around that she'd been working with a cranky 85-year-old woman who's mad about everything for two years, and I need a break. We don't want if they don't want to fight on the View. I disagree. Although I think Whoopi may see that maybe the whole fighting thing isn't working. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the whole fighting, talking heads thing on TV. Maybe it isn't working too well these days. Maybe people don't want to see the fighting. It might be time for people to get together. I don't know. Be nice to one another. Have some manners. Maybe, I know, go back. I know everybody talks about, well, that'll be going back in history. Things were so nice and people were so polite. Uh Uh-huh. And now we went through a time where everybody was fighting and we loved the confrontation. Maybe it's time we step back a little bit. Be just a little bit nicer to one another. Anyway, I'd be interested to see what SC had to say about the fight and if Wolfie was actually, you know, slamming Barbara, because I'm sure she was. Whoopi, you know, Barbara's cranky 85-year-old lady been running around with her bad hip, screaming at people all the time. I'm Barbara Walters. So you know darn well she was. Maybe I'll see you'll comment on it today during the big Cane and Cup broadcast in a couple of hours, starting at 9 Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Good news, Hawaii dodging uh, two, bu- two bullets. Yes. Little uh, tropical storm blew over, and now the hurricane is off, and you know they're going to get a little wind. And whew, whew. is it a hurricane or a cyclone? I guess it's Hawaii, so it's probably a cyclone. But uh, they dodged them. Good for them, and good really for all of us because if they, you know, I don't know what's going on out in the ocean these days, but we didn't want. <laughs> there were no reports of flying shark over the islands with the tropical storm. So hopefully the hurricane wouldn't. Hey, it's tax-free weekend in Texas. Yay! For more information about your state, 
Check your state's website. They'll tell you whether it's your tax-free weekend and you can buy clothes for your children to go back to school tax-free. That's so darn nice of them, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's so nice of the government to... Oh, wait, it's not the whole government, it's just the state? Oh, and it's not on everything. I mean, the state can't stop taxing everything. My gosh, that would be crazy. It's only just on certain items. Right. And it's only like shoes in Texas. I just heard the report. It's tax-free on shoes under 100 bucks. If you're buying shoes for more than 100 bucks, you can afford the tax. That's what, that's what the government feels like, huh? Okay. I got you. No problem. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Now we can take a look at some of the bigger headlines uh, across on the, theblaze.com. You know, we still have a rock. We touched on that. I mean, that's just getting out of control. We had the we had some sh- the general mur- killed, shot, murdered, whatever you want to talk in Afghanistan. <sighs> We're still messing around with Ukraine and Russia, Syria. Egypt seems to be almost stable. <laughs> Libya. Um, Israel still on fire. It's getting ugly, and it's it's unbelievable. And we still, eh, it's okay. Yeah, we're gonna drop a couple of rockets on ISIS. ISIL is, and you know we'll be happy. Now there has been, you know, we've cut uh, some of the budgets down, so I'm surprised. We're going to have to be uh, careful on how many rockets we use these days. I don't know. We heard reports from some uh, ex-military people that uh, we didn't have the uh, we didn't have the storage of missiles like we used to have. Hmm. Just something to think about. That's all I'm saying. The FDA lifts hold on experimental Ebola drug. Oh, thank God! Thank God. Because we don't want to get Ebola, and we've got uh, the the docs getting better here in tech in uh, in the U.S. from Texas. He's from Fort Worth, unbelievable. Of course, he is. Why wouldn't he be from anywhere else? Of course, he's going to bring it back here, and uh, he'll be cured. I got it. I got it. But they're going to let us have the cure. That's nice of them, and they're already finding the towns where they where it's from, where they're fighting it. The countries are fighting it, like this particular. Spot uh, in a new crew town in Liberia. It's a sprawling slum of the country's. I'll just read you the story. It's a sprawling slum of the country's war ravaged capital, Monrovia. It is home to 50,000 people and has next to no functioning lavatories, sinks, or bathrooms. So remember the truckload of human waste in Lansing? <laughs> I remember smelling that and thinking, "Oh my God, that's horrible." Yeah, that's what uh, I'm guessing. That's what the new crew town smells like every single day. Sewage runs openly through its maze of corrugated shacks. At its height right now, tropical torrents turn it into one vast, warm, moist breeding pool of germs. <laughs> How many times? How many times? Think about this now. How many times have you said this in your life? Yes, it turns into one vast, warm, moist, breeding pool of germs. (laughs) It doesn't get much better than that.
The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show is on. Welcome to it. How are you? Thanks for coming along for the ride today. This is the Blaze Radio Network. Michael Pelko with Pure Opelka coming up right after this broadcast. And plenty of live programming all day today, so no place, no place else for you to go than right here at the Blaze Radio Network. And of course, you can take us with you. I mean, you can just download it. SoundCloud. You just go to theblaze.com slash radio, and it will show you the ways that you can download the shows and take us with you. So we're with you wherever you want to go. That's what we're here for. You. Day 131. You know what? It doesn't even matter. I was just thinking. I was just looking at this in front of me. I had it in front of me all day because it's just driving me insane that Andrew Tamarisi is still in prison in Mexico. Today is day 131. It's not important. I mean, it is important that it's day 131. What is not important is that it shouldn't be day one. It shouldn't be day, maybe, maybe, maybe day two. I'll even give you a week. And then why didn't the State Department just go down and say, oh, we're taking, we're taking him. Have a nice day. Bye. It just, anyway, his mother is running out of money. So if you can help her in any way, with any kind of money, I you know, and I, I'm not asking you to do it. Just if you can, that would be great. Text three one three one three one, free Andrew, and give her a little cash, help her out a little bit. Three one three one three one, free Andrew for his Liberty Fund donations. Get him out of the Mexican prison for making a wrong turn. It's agonizing. Agonizing. You know, coming up, oh my gosh, it's August already, August 2014. In two months, I will have been with Simple to Lose for three years. They are not a sponsor of this broadcast yet. They are a sponsor of the Glenn Beck program, of course, and you know I do a show for them uh, each week in Boise as well. Uh, and uh, in the Northeast, they're on they're on several stations. So you know, I'm just giving you what's going on. I'm just letting you know it's amazing. I've lost the first six months. I lost well over 100 pounds, and uh, you know, and I've I went on their maintenance plan, and I've gained a few pounds back. So now I'm gonna go. I'm been on what they call the plan, Habits of Health. Simple to lose dot com, uh, and I, I'm gonna lose. So in two months, I'll have I'll have kind of a big three year anniversary. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, maybe we'll, you know, it'll be a 100-pound party. or I, <laughs> I don't know. I'll figure something out, but it's pretty It's pretty amazing. I was looking at some fat pictures. I've got one fat picture here that uh, was sent, and it's just uh, it's good not to be that fat anymore. It just is. And I'll tease a video. You can look, uh, you know, we have videos on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash the blaze. 
And uh, I'm thinking about doing a, a story on our YouTube channel uh, about smoking because I have not smoked a cigarette for two months now. Two months. And I could tell you almost every day I could smoke one. It's pretty amazing. I do once in a while. I carry around a little electronic cigarette with me, and I kind of keep it in my pocket, and sometimes I toke on it, which drives me crazy because I'm just putting nicotine into my body, which is stupid because that's what I'm – then I just want a cigarette. It's like putting a patch on. Shut up. I put a patch on I want to might as well smoke a cigarette. Same with the gum. I bought the gum. I put the, gum, the nicotine gum, and I'm chewing it. Don't. I put it in your mouth and let it sit in there for two, five, ten minutes, and then – then chew and then let it sit back down and then chew and then shut up and smoke a cigarette. So two, it's been two months now, uh, a little over two months. And, uh, so I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to write a little story and help people out a little and let them know what it's like. Cause it's, it's, I, you know, it just, <sighs> I miss my friends, the cigarettes that were killing me. Okay. Okay. I miss them. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so I teased this uh, uh, on my Twitter account, Jeffy MRA, at Jeffy MRA. Uh, how much are you worth? I, this story, these, this rich story is just fascinate me. And the story that had the wealthiest Americans by state, uh, so you showed the richest guys uh, or girls uh, in your state, uh, just fascinated me. And I really, I don't know why, because you know, there's no way, first of all, there's no way that I'm ever going to be up there with these guys. Well, some of them maybe. The four states of uh, of losers for rich people. Uh, Alaska, Delaware, Maine, and North Dakota. <laughs> the richest people in those states, not even billionaires. Losers. So I might, you know, I could catch up with that. Seven, eight hundred million. I could dream. So could you. Don't look down on me like that. I could dream. And according to the data from Forbes and the Celebrity Net Worth, uh, they didn't get there the same way. Some of them were entrepreneurs, and some of them were, um, you know, heirs and heiresses, and of course, the widows. If I were a female, I would definitely work toward that widow status. So I'm saying. Now, many of them uh, have owned, I mean, how many, every time you turn around, there's billionaires owning, uh, you know, sports franchises. Um, the only guy that really is uh, part of all of sports is Phil Knight, right? Co-founder of Nike. And then uh, Mickey Harrison, Miami Heat, New Orleans Saints, Tom Benson, Washington Nationals with Ted Lerner. And then there's plenty of sports guys, and they all these guys just just drives makes me funny to see how they made their money. But uh, I know that their family, of course, you went back to Walton. They all, yeah, okay, I know. Uh, members of the Walton family, uh, top spots in Arkansas, Texas, and Wyoming. Uh, the billionaire industrialists, the hated Koch brothers, worth around forty billion each making them the richest people in New York and Kansas. The Coke Industries is the second largest privately owned corporation in the United States of America, the evil Coke brothers. A woman, wealthiest person in uh, nine states, Christy Walton topping the list in Wyoming with $35 billion. (laughs) 
Seriously, I know you. I know it's tough, and I get it. I got it. And uh, I love the uh, uh, Larry Ellison, uh, Oracle founder. Uh, these guys all earned billions with you know working, uh, creating something. There's a couple of tech El- Ellison and uh, the guy from Hawaii, Pierre Amadaria, right? eBay. So there's two tech guys, uh, and uh, then you have uh, John Menard. In Wisconsin, seven point five billion. He was uh, the home improvement chain, and Kentucky's. Oh my God! Yeah, this story. Bradley Hughes from Kentucky, uh, better known as B. Wayne. Uh, he made his bid worth two point two billion dollars in the self storage industry. You know, a hundred years ago, I, th- I I knew that would be a great deal. I should have I should have invested. It was stupid of me, but I knew self storage was going to be. I saw. I talked to a friend who said, "You know, we're trying to find a place to store our stuff," and I thought. Store it, you know, there should be a place where you could pay to leave your stuff. Hello, there you go. Perfect. Should have been in there. But then you start going down the list. Bill Gates, of course, the richest guy. Bill Gates. Bill Stinkin' Gates. $76 billion. Bill Gates. Phil Knight, uh, co-founder of Nike. You don't see that anywhere. Eighteen point four billion. Now I think Phil Knight, co-founder of Nike, eighteen point four billion. Think how, think how he feels. Fifty-eight billion short behind Bill. Bill laughs at him, scoffs at him. Get out of here. Uh, Ellison, the tech founder, uh, is worth forty-eight billion dollars. He is on. They say here, Larry Ellison, co-founder of Oracle, a Republican. Um, did he not just have a big party not long ago for our president? I'm pretty sure he did. Pretty sure he did. Uh, Dennis Washington, uh, owner, Washington Cup, five point eight billion. We can go down this list. These just it makes me laugh. Uh, Sheldon Adelson from uh, Nevada, thirty-seven point five billion. We can go right down the list. Now, listen, I'll, I'll tweet this out again, Jeffy MRA. Uh, and uh, at Jeffy MRA is my Twitter account. And you can go down this list and see, you know, well, Bruce Hall, co-founder of Discount Tire, gave him some money, $4.8 billion. And of course, you know you can sit at the kids' table with some of the some of the losers. Robert Gillum from Alaska, only worth seven hundred million. It's not a billionaire. Kids' table, sit over there, Robert. You don't get to sit with us. Warren, according to the Pat and Stu shows, douche Hall of Fame, fat piece of crap Buffett, who is a proud, upstanding member of the douche Hall of Fame, worth fifty eight point two billion dollars okay uh gary thraddleson north dakota kids table 900 million the Koch brothers 40 billion each man the dr- hate them hate them i don't know about you i can't take the Koch brothers can't take them uh 1.5 billion 12 i mean it's just it's amazing to me uh it's just amazing to me that these guys Billions of dollars. I've met a lot of people, and I'm sure you have in your travels, that are millionaires. And I heard millionaires and billionaires. I don't know that I've ever met a... I have met a billionaire. 
I have met one billionaire. Uh, however, the line is, I saw, heard a great line from be, how to become the difference between a billionaire and a millionaire. A millionaire comes up with something that people need once. You know, they have to, or they have to have. How, how does it go now? Millionaire comes up with an idea that people want. A billionaire comes up with an idea that people have to have huh? every day. So don't worry about it. Don't worry that it's not you and me out there. Just enjoy thinking about what you would do, what it would be like to have billions of dollars. In fact, right now in my life, I wouldn't be ashamed to have sit at the kids' table with the, I don't know, seven, eight hundred, all right, nine hundred million. Just under a billion? Yeah, I could do that. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Fisher. Welcome to it. Ah. Wrapping up another program. Pure Opelka coming up next. Michael Pelko. And then Kane and Cup, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags. It's all right here on the Blaze Radio Network. And then weekdays, my gosh. Why why in the world would you want to listen to anything else? Seriously. Ask yourself that question. And then Tell me why there is no reason, Jeff. We all go to the Blaze Radio Network, and we tell our friends. And then they tell their friends, and then they tell their friends. Go to the Blaze Radio Network. Hello. Doc Thompson, Skip Lacombe, Glenn Beck, Patton Stew, Jay Severin, Buck Sexton. No other reason. Right here. David Barton, Bill Handel. Yeah, they're all here. Right here, the Blaze Radio Network. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Coming to a country near you, China's 700 million smartphone users no longer able to share stories about politics without official approval, according to the new regulation that were announced on Thursday, which go into effect immediately. Huh. What a great place that is. China's wonderful. China is wonderful. It's almost as if they were one of the top ten friendliest cities in America. What? China's a country? They don't have what? I was looking at this list of the top ten friendliest cities in America, and uh, a couple of them I've been to. Uh, like one I actually live in. Uh, number six, Fort Worth, Texas. I'll give them that. I mean, okay. Uh, number one was Charleston, South Carolina. Beautiful. Savannah, Georgia. Beautiful. San Antonio, Texas. Tellerud, Colorado. Never been there. New Orleans, Louisiana. Come on. In the top 10 friendliest cities in America, New Orleans? Okay. Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Okay, I guess. Nashville, Tennessee, and Key West, Florida. All in the top 10 friendliest cities in America. Huh. I don't know about that. That list needs to be rethought a little bit. 
Listen, thank you so much for listening. Of course, you can go to theblaze.com slash radio and look how to download the program. You can take us with you wherever you want. All the programs, you can download them and take them with you. Just do that, okay? Just do that. Go to theblaze.com slash radio and click on the broadcast and then download it and take me with you so that you always know wherever you are, I'm right there, okay? We'll see you next week on the Blaze Radio Network and the Jeff Fisher Show. And remember, you can help Give a little cash to Sergeant Andrew Tamarisi's fund. 313131. Free Andrew. Text that number. 313131. Help get him out of Mexican prison as today is day 131. Have a great day. Seriously, you're still considering wearing that all day? Okay. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.